Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio. You're listening to WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station, with your host, Harry Harding. I'm the Vice President of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships for Children's Services of Roxbury. And I'm joined today on Rocks Talks Radio by Dr. Brandy Brooks. She's the Deputy Director of Higher Ground and also Brown Skin Aficionado. I'm, I wasn't going <laughs> to say girl. I, was, I stopped right there because you are a full-grown woman, so I will be disrespectful to even say that but i love that i love that track and i don't even think that track gets the kind of praise and 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 distinction it should like there's so many jewels that that beyonce is dropping in that track um and the message is so pure and i don't know do you feel like that song even got the kind of love it should have got you know i don't think so but i think it's the same thing about um well, it was NDRE song, Brown Skin. Mm. You know, I love your brown skin. I can tell where you'll begin. Like, I, and, you know, I think it's just how do we elevate and uplift positivity and magnification of just black excellence and black mm. beauty and black joy? And so I think that's that kind of lends us into our next conversation about how do we break down these systems of oppression? Mm. Because that's part of it is how do we elevate and amplify messages that are in opposition to that? And music is one of those avenues. Indeed. Indeed. And, you know, again, throughout today's interview, you've, you know, you've, again, you've unpacked a lot, but particularly in the last segment, you were talking about the importance of collaboration and mm. partnerships, which is kind of the, 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 one of the founding principles of higher ground. Um, but also the, the, the work in which you do, um, it made me think about even the, all the similarities and the parallels between the work that happens in children's services at Roxbury, particularly around housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in our, in our wraparound approach, we have a very large behavioral health department. We serve about a thousand families a year and the wraparound approach and the idea being that the family is at the center of the the services that they are the experts that mm-hmm. we are um, support mechanisms. We are not, uh, you know, again, the family at the end of the day to, to preserve their dignity and to preserve the fact that again, that they uh, they're in need, but they are not, you know, helpless. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but it, it speaks to, you know, the, you know, the, the core of this, you know, this forum, but also when thinking about the core of this work, um, it, it's reminded me years ago. I was at a, uh, we were at a, a training, uh, and the facilitator was talking about a number of different things. But he was talking particularly about, um, you know, activism and why 
why we've grown to have a, in our culture, we, we avoid politics, we avoid activism, we avoid these seemingly red, red, uh, these topics that seem very, you don't, you just don't touch them, these hot button topics, right, in the workplace, mm-hmm. like we just stay away from them. Racism, again, key in one of them. Mm-hmm. But the question and that discussion was always, how do you, how do we do that? How do you, you know, for example, wake up in the morning and see a, a news report that uh, a, a, a deranged gunman walked into a supermarket and shoots, uh, you know, multiple black people indiscriminately simply for the fact that because they were black. And I got to go to the grocery store that night, but I'm supposed to go to work that day and just pretend like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I there's no mechanism. There's no um outlet for me to actually talk about that and release that at work. Right? Yeah. I can't, I have to keep that separate from work. Yeah. Right. Um, and you know, the, 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 in the training, the conversation evolved and evolved. And a colleague of mine said, this was something that I'll never forget. And he said, you know, at the end of the day, activism and social work are really the same thing. Like the, the fact that we are in, again, in the business of cha- trying to change the lives and the conditions of others that in and of itself is activism. It is not a picket sign type activism that you may traditionally think about. It is not necessarily, um, you know, uh, um, doesn't have a loud level of advocacy attached to it, per, like in the sense of, you know, when you think of more radical activism and people sort of attach to it. But I absolutely still believe that the work that we are doing there is a, a sense of radicalism to it. There is a sense of urgency to it. There is a sense of we are doing the hard work every day to try to change the lives and the conditions of those around us. And one of the things that limits us and one of the things that we are fighting against in that work is systemic racism. Yeah. Or systems in general. In general, correct. <laughs> like, let's let's keep it 100. One thing, one thing we were talking about as colleagues, and, and I appreciate you bringing that Sometimes we cannot bring our whole selves, whatever that means to you listening, to our workplaces in the same way that we would in spaces where we're hanging out with our friends or family or others. And so one of the things we've been talking about at Higher Ground is how do we continue to think globally but act locally? Because we're a local Mm. organization and we can't be everything to all people. But how do we start to really address these systems and these systems approach? So if we're talking about education, how do we really address the funding disparities, the $23 billion disparity that occurs with respect to funding? Schools that have more children and parents of color are under-resourced. Um, The buildings themselves may be in disrepair. And let's not even talk about the flight of educators in those spaces because of many different reasons. And then, you know, what the housing side, you talk about the historical biases with respect to lending practices, appraisal practices, um, zoning practices, even individual real estate behaviors and things like that. So, it's kind of, I think, one of the ways that we try to chip away at it, at it is say, what are the things we can control? What are the levers that we can pull as advocates and as implementers of practice? 
And so that's what we lead with, and that's where we are driven. At the same time, we try to advocate and punch above our weight because we're a local nonprofit. So then we say, okay, well, how can we advocate with other cities, other states, to then start moving the needle? And one of the things that I've heard often in a lot of talks that I'm in recently is that these levers took hundreds of years to get us to this point, mm. all right? Let's let's be real. Let's name it as what it is. Mm-hmm. These systems of oppression, discrimination, and just lots of isms have taken hundreds of years. I, so I, heard, to, I heard some Southern Baptist preacher about yeah, to come you, outside. I, 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 I was hearing to, it. I was, I was hearing it. There ain't going to be no, um, you know, <laughs> passing the collection plate, so I had to, <laughs> I had to rein it back in. <laughs> but, but one of the things is we have to think about is this will not be a thing we can solve in two years or, you know, with elections coming up four years or six years. This is going to take effort. It is going to take all of us to get to that point where we have a movement and not just moments of discussion, moments of meetings, moments of policy change. We have to figure out what are the levers we can pull as organizations. And that's one of the things that we do at Higher Ground is we say, here are our levers. Who else do we need to partner with so that we increase the levers being pulled? And that's why we're partnering with Children's Services of Roxbury. That's why we're partnering with Thompson Island. And we're partnering with organizations you wouldn't even think of, like, what does that have to do with housing or education? It's because they do. Every little piece matters in terms of building the universe around these to where we have more conversations and we can be more open and have these discussions and dialogues. Because one thing I shared with Harry before is I said, I do not want to attend another meeting about the meeting to schedule a meeting to talk about, <laughs> about the, meeting? to talk about the systemic meetings <laughs> that we done had for the last three and a half years. Like, We know the problems. That's the thing is, Mm. these are not problems that happened yesterday. And and that's one of the things is I'm so annoyed by when folks are like, oh, the the, the pandemic showed us the disparities. No, it didn't. In, in, in our communities, we knew the disparities. Maybe for those who live outside, it did. But we knew this before it happened. The, what the pandemic did was it may have just highlighted certain aspects of the disparities, but they've always been there for decades. So let's get so real. Let's get real and have real conversations about how we address this with politics. Go vote tomorrow, y'all. Just, you know, recommend it. You know, if that if that's your prerogative. But, (laughs) you know, how do we change this with politics and policy? How do we change it with business and practice? How do we change it with funding? Okay, because there are some issues with how the funding streams happen. How do we change it at the community level? How do we change it with our media? How are we talking about these issues? Like and then how do we as a community, come together and really think about this and put ourselves at the forefront of this conversation. It's definitely larger than 30 minutes. Mm. And so I'll come back and, you know, we'll we'll dig into it. But that's just the start of it. And I'll mic drop. Hold on. Mm. I'll, I'll do it like metaphorically. And, you know, <laughs> it's metaphorically. If, y'all, if y'all could see me, I'm doing the mic drop movement. Right. Okay. Because it's not being filmed, but just imagine mic drop. It hit the tape. Mm, mm, mm. 
mic drops, <laughs> physically, spiritually, emotionally. Every, I mean, if you are like me, you are utterly captivated by um, Dr. Brooks, not only just by what she's saying, but because it's the truth. I've ever heard the truth is always captivating and there's nothing. She's spitting nothing but facts today. I'm so, um, again, I want to just continue this conversation. And when we come back from break, we're going to wrap up, but I just, I have to thank you even before we wrap up Dr. Brooks again, just for your, again, just sense of just realness, authenticity. Um, again, from the, from the, I, all parts, I'm embracing all parts from the, the Dr. Brooks to the the Southern Baptist preacher Brooks to the the even the Atlanta Falcons fan Brooks. Well, maybe not embracing that too much, but um, no, all all the knowledge and all the the love you brought to today's conversation is just again extraordinary. So, thank you. Before we go back to break, uh, you're listening to Rock Talks Radio on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. Rocks Talks Radio is brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. And today we have the special privilege of Dr. Brandy Brooks, the Deputy Director of Higher Ground, as a guest. When we come back from break, we're going to wrap up our show and thank Dr. Brooks for her time. Because, uh, you know, again, if you've been listening, you've been learning. Stay tuned for more Rocks Talks Radio. I'm
Back to the morning My head won't to turn from your loving I just wanna get you beside me Give me all you need 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 Give me all Make I give you all you need Every touch you need Give you all Make I give you all you need Baby Welcome back to Rocks Talks Radio. It was Essence featuring Thames, artist Wizkid, from the Made in Lagos album. Um, you know, I you know the the message of that song being uh, "Times of the Essence." Uh, unfortunately, the time with our guest uh, is coming to a close, uh, which further points about how important time is. Just never have enough of it. Seemingly, especially when you're having such an amazing conversation uh, with such amazing people. And so um, our Rocks Talks radio guest today, Dr. Brandy Brooks, the deputy director of Higher Ground. Uh, she's been dropping jewels all conversation. Um, I, I actually can't wait to go back and listen to this just to, uh, to continue to absorb some of that. But uh, Dr. Brooks, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for, for blessing us today. Um, love to learn a little bit more about how or rather tell the audience how they can find out more about Higher Ground and the work that you're doing there. Yeah, if you want more information, um, you want to be part of the community, you want to partner with us, you want to learn about our work, our impact, um, you can find out more information on our website that is www.higherground-boston.org. Again, www.higherground-boston.org. You can also find us on social media at Higher Ground Boston on Facebook and um, Instagram. And on Twitter, it's at Higher Ground Boss, B-O-S. Um, so you can get more information. You can find out about the work we're doing. And you can just be part of the community and part of, again, helping us to give a hug um, to the students, the families, and those that we work with. Um, you know, one thing I'm reminded today, I believe it's something Mel King would say is, you know, love is the question and love is the answer. Mm -hmm. And so how do we continue to love and embrace those who are hurting, those who are in pain, but at the same time, they have a voice, they have uh, problems that they know maybe some of the solutions for, or we can help them to the path to the solution. And so let's lead with love. And, you know, these topics are not easy to talk about. They're not easy to think about solutions around. But if we're leading with love, we're leading with authenticity, we're leading with power and understanding that everyone has a role in this. We can do it. But let's understand there is no easy button to this work. I wish it was, but it's not. We're going to have to roll up our sleeves and we may have to get our hands dirty. Absolutely. Um, can't thank you enough, Dr. Brooks, for your time. Uh, you've been listening to again, Dr. Brandy Brooks, Deputy Director of Higher Ground, the guest on Rocks Talks Radio. Rocks Talks Radio was brought to you by Children's Services of Roxbury. 
and WBCA 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. It has been an absolute pleasure to not only host today and, and have our guest, Dr. Brooks, in, but always a pleasure to have you, the listening audience, the good people of Boston, join us and listen. I hope wherever this recording finds you again that you are well and you took a lot of the jewels uh, in today. Um, you know, I, I like to always say that, you know, if you be good to the community, the community will be good to you. And so I hope you take that message to heart and, um, you know, join us next time for more Rocks Talks Radio. Well, hopefully we will have just as an amazing guest as Dr. Brandy Brooks. They're sure. all amazing. Everybody, I mean, everybody has a story to share. Everybody has a voice. Everybody has something to amplify. So we're all amazing. And as, she's and she's humble, ladies and gentlemen. You see, this is you know this is why this is uh you know this is just fun work to do. You know, thank you for for that time, your time today. Appreciate you. No problem. Go Falcons! Whoop whoop! Definitely editing that out. (laughs)